0: Everybody, welcome to the Social Marketing Academy. I am your host, Christopher Tompkins. I am the CEO of The Go Agency, which is a sales and marketing firm. So if you need us, please check us out online, thegoagencyusa.com. But today, I am going to be talking to you about something that's really important right now. Obviously, everyone understands that we're in the middle of a pandemic right now. We have coronavirus going out um, and uh, pretty much affecting every aspect of our lives. But one of the things that as a business owner or as um, a marketing professional within a business, the question really is what are we supposed to say to our customers or prospective customers or clients or prospective clients. What are we supposed to do? Uh, You know, Are we supposed to make a formal statement? How do we keep um, regular updates? What are we supposed to do? Well, don't fret because today in the episode of the Social Marketing Academy, I am going to give you my top five tips to get you started. You know what? You've got to get started somewhere. And if you've been holding off this long, please listen to this and jump on board immediately. Now, um, if you are a first-time listener, welcome to the show. We come live um, as often as possible on a regular basis to share some late-breaking sales and marketing tips that you can immediately apply to your business in any way, shape, or form. Uh, we cover a lot of different topics from social, social media marketing, social media online advertising, um, reputation management, public relations, a lot of different topics. So if there is anything that uh, you would like to have covered In particular, I'm happy to hear from you. Please let me know. You can visit visit me online, thegoagencyusa.com. All of our social links are there, and please give me a shout out and let me know what you'd like me to cover. I am here to help. I try to give you actionable tips that you can actually go and utilize. Rather than a lot of hyperbole that you don't know what to do with afterwards. So let's jump in to today's topic. Okay, I want to keep this short and sweet for you folks because I really want you to follow these five tips if you haven't already. You know, um, my team and I have been increasingly approached over the last two weeks in particular by friends, um, by uh, clients, business associates, just as to how to best communicate how they are dealing with the coronavirus situation. So basically, crisis public relations or crisis PR, which is something that a lot of firms or companies are not used to. Because how often are you in a crisis, right? How often do you really? um, Because that's what we try to avoid at all costs. You know, if you are in a uh, an industry that is under the microscope, possibly pharmaceuticals, healthcare, something like that, you may be used to doing crisis PR. If anything has happened, or stories have come out, or there's been some sort of news that you've had to go against in some way, shape, or form, but. What about the average company? What are they supposed to do? You know, we're not used to dealing with um, a huge crisis that's going to affect all of our clients or customers, right? I mean, look at how this is uh, adversely affecting the um, retail industry, the food industry, the, um, th- I mean, lots of different industries. So how are we getting these messages across? Well, a lot of people aren't used to that. You know, there's not a lot of restaurants out there that are used to dealing with crisis PR, aside from if something super, ne- they had a super negative review or there was a news story about, uh, you know, maybe someone getting food poisoning or I don't know, something, something of that of that nature. But a lot of people aren't, we're not used to that. So what you'd be surprised to hear, though, is that there are still countless numbers of companies who are still taking their sweet old time to put together their crisis PR statement. And the whole process is getting stuck with the crisis communications team and the crisis communications plan. So basically, it's getting stuck in the red tape because a lot of people aren't used to working that muscle. I mean, come on, I'm not used to working that muscle for my own company because we never have any issues like this, but when we need to exert a plan, we're able to do that, but a lot of people aren't. And the main reason is Swift informative action is an absolute must. So no matter how light or severe the situation actually is, the reason people aren't, what I was getting to, the reason people don't act faster is is quite frankly because they're in the middle of a crisis. (laughs) And in times of crisis, it's challenging to pull together your team, your thoughts, and just create a solid plan of action where the environment you're working within could be compromised, high stress, or in a state of panic. I mean, just... Think about what your organization's like right now. You could be one person or a million people. Everything is changing around us. So if your job is to communicate the healthy statement of your organization, sometimes it's very hard. And it's hard to pin down the people that are making the decisions and everyone's afraid of saying the wrong thing and this, that, and the other. Well, while all of that's happening, all of your direct competitors are jumping into the fray And they are getting everything immediately done, immediately out there. I was so impressed when I started seeing online advertisements from different companies that were addressing things within days of everything changing within our environment based off of the virus. So, I mean, come on, people are passing you up. So this is why I wanted to jump in here and kind of just throw my hat into the ring to help, okay? Because... If if this has happened to you, like you're stuck, right? You're stuck, you don't know what to say. I have some solid tips for how you can deal with crisis communication in order to inform your customers, your clients, as well as the community that surrounds them. So these tips are going to help you manage your reputation, avoid costly PR crises, and enable you to sprung quickly when a potential crisis occurs. Now, let me tell you, this is not just a coronavirus special. These tips are the tips that we use anytime that we come across any issues for our clients or we, um, one of our um, colleagues or referral sources or someone has some sort of negative press that they need to combat or they need to address. This is usually the process that we suggest, a five-point process that's very easy to follow. Again, thank you so much for tuning in. This is the Social Marketing Academy with Christopher Tompkins. I want to jump right into tip one circle your wagons immediately immediately i know so i've worked with so many clients over the years with the go agency we're now going into our 11th year and during that time i've ex, i've been exposed to so many management or leadership teams that have sat on crises too long so that the press blew up and the media blew up and then they are late to the party and guess what when you're late to the party you're a participant in the story that's already been revealed, right? You don't want to be a participant. You want to be the catalyst. You want to be the person that's out there first in front. You don't want to be the byline. You want to be the headline. So circle your wagons immediate. Now, what I mean by that is when a negative situation arises that needs immediate attention, call a crisis meeting immediately. Just do it. When something, when you feel in your gut that something's going, going south, you need to address it with your main team. If you are able to have this meeting pre-crisis, it's ideal. Like I said, when you get that gut feeling, but the goal of the meeting is to go over the full story of what's going on and what's the phases of the communication cycle should be, right? The key players who will be in charge of delivering this message must be in attendance. Now, You can pull people in through video conferencing if they're not available. Oh, they're on vacation. Oh, guess what? This is really important. So you really need to get the main team together. I don't want to hear that, oh, the CEO's on a golfing holiday. Then is he going to be involved in the decision making? What happens if he's out and something negative happens? What's your backup plan? You need to be ready for action at any point. And fast action. Now, I know that all of you are, you know, most of you out there, probably mostly all of you, I guess, are members of some sort of team, unless you're a solopreneur, which is, hey, hats off to you. This is all going to be on your, this is going to be all on your shoulders. Uh, But if you're working as part of a team, you're in constant communication with them, uh, no matter if they're in front of your face or via phone or via video. So here's the thing. Uh, You can still get together. I just, this is one of the things that drives me crazy. And I'm really harping on this because it does really anger me. Oh, we just can't get everyone together. Oh, their schedules are just so hard. Oh, well, guess what? The news, the story is being broke. It's out there. And you're going to be last to the party. So do you want to be last to the party? Do you want to be the last person to comment? Or do you want to begin the narrative? So the key players who will be in charge of delivering this message must be in attendance, okay? So that's what I said. And in the meeting, what you should be discussing is the full situation and the factual state of affairs. What's the deal? Okay? So what is the situation? How is it going to impact our clients? How is it going to impact our staff? There's always going to be an internal and an external messaging strategy that you need to come up with, all right? It's not, oh, we just got to get up and make sure our clients are on board. Well, what if this makes your your employees feel really uneasy? Um, We've seen people in um, huge international companies be raided by the FBI. Okay, what happens then? Well... If you don't have an internal messaging strategy saying, hey, this is an investigation, this is routine, this is what happens, um, we're expecting everything's gonna be fine, so there's gonna be no interruptions to work. Boom, you got your internal messaging strategy correct. But what if you're ignoring all of your stuff and you're only focusing on the media? Then. Your staff that you're paying are only getting the public message, which I think is terrible. And it makes people feel worthless and that they, are the one, they have to go and tune into CNN to get your news or the local, um, the local news channel. So remember, you're going to be figuring out an internal and an external strategy. Second, what's the key elements that need to be addressed first? What's the main thing? What's the main thing that people will be worried about within your company? So, for example, if you're in healthcare, maybe in your doctor's office, perhaps, well, it would be the care of the patients. And if if I was affected as one of your patients, how what, what does how does this affect me? Um, also, we have who will be delivering the messages? Who are the people that are going to be exposed? So, for example, are is your front desk person going to be called and ask questions? Is it going to be your marketing person? Is it going to be the CEO? Is it going to be the CFO? It depends on what the threat, what the um, what the problem is. Maybe it is one of your managers, customer service managers, who knows. But whoever is going to be delivering the message needs to be pinpointed because they need to be the people that are going to be leading the charge in terms of handling the messaging strategy. Then we have, how are these messages going to be distributed? What are the channels? Are you going to be sending off press releases? Is it going to be social media? Are you going to do a press conference? Are you just going to do um, a podcast? Are you going to do a blog? What are you going to do? Then, what is the internal messaging strategy, and what is the external messaging strategy? I have these as separate points um, to add to this kind of list that we've created because you do need to have both of them. So You want to know the full situation, you want to know the key elements, who's delivering the messages, how they're going to be distributed, and then what is the just the concrete internal messages, and what's the external concrete messaging strategy. So once you have all of those together, that's going to help you feel more in control. And that is the number one thing that you want to feel as an organization in times of crisis. No matter if it's a crisis that is started with your organization or that you're a part of, such as you know an economy crash, a recession, um, a pandemic, anything like this. this. is These are the types of things that you need to um, do and to feel that control. Because feeling in control will help you serve your customers, your clients, and your employees in a much, much higher fashion than you would if you were just kind of just like, you know, rolling with the punches and seeing what you can do. So next up, we have tip two. It's not about you, it's about me. Okay, listen to this, folks, okay? This whole strategy is to make everybody else feel good, okay? It's to make everyone feel safe, everyone be informed, and everyone just to go, oh, okay, everything is going to be fine. It's not about you. It's not about how you feel. It's not about how um, you regret. It's about how you want everyone else to feel taken care of. So when you're deciding what the key elements need to be addressed publicly first, just take a step back and consider the standpoint of the people you'll be distributing the messages to. Because even though the situation may be dangerous or dire, you want to ensure your clients, shareholders, and community that your organization is on top of everything and will ensure that the situation will be handled swiftly and with great care and attention. It's very important because businesses sometimes will just go into defense mode and their crisis communication strategies, but it's the wrong approach. You know, take accountability and reveal actionable steps to rectify the situation, and then you'll ensure business continuity. because. If you're just jumping to the defensive, it's a massive turnoff. And also, it can be, it's to some people's mind, it is an admission of guilt in some way, shape, or form. So, you want to make sure that when you are responding or you're creating your messaging strategy, it not only protects you, but it's outwardly focused. It's not focused on you. Oh, poor you. Oh, the recession's killing my business. And oh, I'm so. No, nobody cares. It's what does that have to do with me? And then that is kind of the approach that you want to focus on. And I know this is it's a slightly unpopular because I know a lot of people like to do defensive um, crisis uh, PR. And I think there is a place, uh, there's a time and place for that. But I think overall, this is a really solid approach that you can do. And then take it on a case by case basis if you do need to get defensive. But just be careful with that as well. Now, tip number three. Get your story straight. Oh, that's a good one. Um, Okay, let's, you know, if you have 20 locations or just one virtual location for like the, just the small business owners that are just working from home um, on a normal basis, um, having everyone on the same page is an absolute must. So in order to do this, you'll have to make sure that you draft a message that covers all of the questions and concerns that your clients, shareholders, and community will have. So in crisis situations, it's imperative that you communicate with your internal team first. Why? Because they're going to be your soldiers. They're going to be your messengers. They're going to be the evangelists of this message. So empower them to have all of the data that they need. So when they're called on to share by anyone, if they're questioned by, you know, even the media, if you empower them to have everything, then nothing is going to really fall foul, so to speak, in terms of your approach. Also, if they don't have the answer based off of the messaging strategy, they can say, hey, I this is this is this is all the information that I'm privy to. I can connect you with this person who will then be able to take it to the next level. So then you can actually gate the levels of communication that you want each one of your individual employees to have. So if you are a large company, an internal email with a follow-up by each department heads and their teams, I think is an absolute must as an initial piece. If you have a small company, I think direct communication is important. Never just simply send a canned statement without having any follow-up, because by having solid communication lines open, you'll create a united front that will benefit your public image and put people's minds to rest. So if you are internally, uh, you know, I've seen this happen. I'm telling you this because I've seen it happen many times. A very negative situation would arise that will infect employees. Then instead of having a meeting, a conference call, a Zoom, a video call, or individual one-on-ones, a very cold email is sent out explaining all the details. Guess what? There's something called connotation, which is whenever you read, you can decipher however you want to feel about that content so I could read a sentence and look at it many different ways but I could mean like hey I want you to look at this and then someone else could read that hey I want you to look at this and go Ugh, he's yelling at me hey look at this that's so aggressive there's many different ways or hey look at this wow he's really weak that's really wimpy I don't have to do that. that's not a high priority but when you actually talk to people it shows that you care of course, like I said, if you have a huge company in lots of locations, you need to get that messaging strategy. You need to talk individually to the people at the higher level so that they can then drip down that message internally and also externally if need be. But I'm telling you, if you are just sending out an email statement to everybody and their mother, good for you. Good luck. There's more to this than that. I think that's lazy, passive, and I don't feel like that really shows any respect to the individuals that have been working for you. And I've seen this, like I said, many times, and I'm telling you, I've seen companies do this, this internal communication poorly, and people will jump off that boat like rats on a sinking ship. I'm telling you, they are done, they are gone, they're worried, they're out. And also, just just so you understand too, in situations like that where internal PR is, is handled um, is mishandled, um, a lot of people will begin to start looking into job boards and they, they will be less focused on their work. Even if it does turn around, um, the uh, the effectiveness of your team will definitely be affected adversely from uh, not handling the internal PR cycle. So let's go into the fourth one. Start spreading the news. Okay. So you need to always have a really strong handle as to what your main communication channels are that you want to distribute your message out electronically in order to do a blanketing of the message um, to your audience. It is really, really important. Obviously, I'm saying electronically because the electronic mediums are quite exhaustive, right? Because um, some of the main deterrents for sending out messages I've heard in the past from clients is... um, and this is kind of something else to consider. I can't find the login details. I, I, I don't know if we use that account. Um, do, we, do we have an account there? Um, yeah, these are real responses. So these are people that were looking into distributing cri- crisis messages externally and did not understand if they had Facebook accounts, did not understand how to access their email marketing. If they had an email marketing database... Okay, folks, here's the deal. Put all of your stuff together. Everyone should know what sort of communication channels they have to push a message out fast. If, if something amazing happens to you, you should know how to broadcast that message. Electronically is wonderful. And, I mean, I mean offline, I mean, what are you going to do? Uh, grab the media, something like that. That can also be considered online as well. So maybe create a crisis response list that includes login details. Here's why. What if you need to move fast and the person that would usually execute this is not around? Well, then anyone can just come in and step up to the plate and get the message out there if all of this is lined out. I'm telling you, I would immediately. If you're listening to this and you do not have this, you need to have it. If you are the CEO of a company and you're relying on your marketing person to handle all of this stuff, you need to protect yourself and you need to create this list or have them create it and and share it with you. Because then you have the power. If you need to at any point step in and do something next level, I'm not saying that you will always need to do that, but like I said. What if internal communications are bungled and that person leaves? What are you stuck with? You're scrambling. And also, what if you have to scramble, you might be like, eh, well, let's just wait and see if this blows over. Yep, that's what happens just because you can't find passwords. It's ridiculous. Again, why am I telling you this? I've seen it a million times. So this is super simple, folks. Just get the list together. Have a crisis list. Or you should always have a master list of all your passwords Like if you were the owner of the business. For sure you should. But you should have a crisis list too. So um, here's some of the most important channels I think you should consider um, if this is the case and you want to get your message out as, as quickly as possible. Email's a really great one. Um, you can send out a blast addressing the matter to your email lists. You can make things very custom. You can do you can do messaging to, to um, customers as well. Um, I would also suggest if you're sending out an electronic email and you're going to be reaching out to customers, uh, whoever is, is is servicing that customer needs to also reach out with a very personal um, touch point because it really does make a world of difference to the customer press releases you can distribute an electronic press release um, and you can utilize whatever your preferred services there's there's tons out there you can just google press release service and a uh, time will pop up for you and there are very many good ones some very affordable then we have um, a website uh, you want to post your statement on your website somewhere prominent maybe as a pop-up or a spot on your homepage that you can highlight it if there's if it's um if it's super serious obviously the pop-up I think is more important If it's not as important, but it's something you want people to see, have it on your homepage, maybe have a blog about it. I I mean, up to you. Social media is another one. Um, You might want to create a statement that's specifically designed for each social media channel and make sure that you have the full coverage that you need. Another thing that I would suggest is if this is something that you really want to get eyes on and it's really, really super important to you, I do believe that you should probably try some online advertising just to get more exposure. Okay. A lot of people will not, they think, oh, advertising. Okay. Advertising is to create sales, to create interest, to build an email list. And you're not wrong, but also it's to get eyes on content. Okay. So if your message is important and you really want to make an impact, throw, throw ad dollars behind that. You can do your ads on, you could do pay-per-click ads. You can do social media ads. You can do tons of different things. There's lots of, you can do geo-targeted ads, you could do geofencing. There's tons of things that you can do. But just understand, if you really need to put this as an urgent an urgent message, that's the way to do it. If you really want to get in front of something, that's the way to do it. I know for sure I was working with a franchise that had 13 different locations. They had um, a crisis come up. They did video ads, and it was a video ad of the, um, the manager of each one of the locations, and describing to the camera what happened, it was it had it had uh, captions on it. It was closed captioned, so you can see the words going on. It was a very short, it was a very to the point, and it linked through to the the, the full story on their website. What a win for them! It looked like they cared, <clears throat> and guess what? Everyone else in their industry did nothing. They took their advertising and said no one's advertising right now because this is happening, and they were wrong. So this is just something to think about, okay? All right, we're down to five. Let's recap real quick. So we've already gone through, circle your wagons immediately. Just get everyone in and get the nitty gritty done. What are we gonna do? What's our plan? Then the next one is, it's not about you, it's about me. Let's focus on what messaging we need to get out to make people feel comfortable and protected and safe. Then three, get the story straight. All of your key players need to know what the story is so they can communicate it flawlessly so you have a consistent brand across the board. Then start spreading the news, getting it out there, start releasing it out there. Um, We talked about electronic modes. There's also, you know, you can contact the press. You can do lots of different things, but just gave you some ideas to get yourself rolling. Also, that password sheet is really important. Finally, keep the communication going. This is not a one and done. Nothing is one and done. There's always, that's what you're telling, is the beginning. You're telling the beginning of the story. Every story has a beginning, middle, and end. Now, hopefully your end comes as close to the beginning as possible. I mean, in a positive way, I mean. Um, So sometimes the middle is, you can almost overstep it. um, Or, I mean, not overstep it, rather just just jettison the idea and, and focus just on the beginning and the end. But just because you sent out that initial crisis communication doesn't mean that you're done. Any serious situation that may cause concern or scrutiny of your practices needs to have additional communications. As new developments occur, folks, come on. This is There's new things happening every single day. Any sort of crisis is not just like sitting there and rotting. There's different little nuances that will come to light as things go and change. And there's things that you want to communicate. So if the situation gets more serious, you need to draft a message that reflects that. If the situation gets better, communicate that. Hello. It's it's really not that difficult. And I'm being really harsh here because people just make that initial announcement and then walk away and think that that's it. And that is not it. Public relations is not about getting on a soapbox screaming and then stepping down the soapbox grabbing it and going and going into your car and driving home. That's that's not it. PR is telling a story, it's storytelling. And I know storytelling sounds like you're telling stories and fictional fairy tales, but you're not. You're creating a narrative that you need to be sharing with your audience to make them feel safe, to make them feel protected, to make them feel un- in full, like they're in full disclosure of everything that's happening. So really, at the level of how many messages that you would want to be sending out really determines on the seriousness of the crisis event. And also the intensity of your audience in terms of how they're scrutinize, uh, scrutinizing your every move. So, for example, if if it's if people are really looking at you closely, you want to have regular updates. Re and you really need to think through what they are as well. But if they're not, and it's a serious situation, you know, you still want to have regular updates. Just make sure that they're consistent and they're meaningful. Um, don't just get in touch with people just to get in touch with them. You have to be sharing something that's meaningful. So just know that one communication never cuts it. It really doesn't. Um, And there's still... I think that this is kind of... These five tips really do scratch the surface because there are still more elements and tips that can be added uh, to these five tips. I think another one would be... Um, creating an FA, like an FAQ list about the situation for your staff and for reference. Also, <clears throat> that FAQ list is a really great one to turn into social media updates and blog topics as well as ebooks and email blasts and all of that stuff. Um, one of the top tips I always give clients is if they're looking for ways to shape content that's going to be engaging and then really be high converting is to definitely get their FAQ list and start developing um, their topic ideas from there. I mean, obviously, people are interested in finding out the answers to that. So why not give them a more creative way of engaging with that? So FAQ is really great. Um, video communications or a live statement; <clears throat> these are these are amazing. Uh, you can do this through a video. You don't have to have everyone live in a webinar, and then you have to promote it and you have to do all this crap. No, just get a get a ring light, get someone's iPhone, and tape something. You know what I mean? You can make it look really nice. Uh, I mean, obviously, we've all seen the ads that are like created by an iPhone, <laughs> the um, music videos and all these different things. So the, the cameras are fantastic. So you do not need uh, the whole crew, Steven Spielberg. You can do this yourself. And I think that anytime, that, um, anytime video is mentioned, everyone starts going, "Ooh, I'm going in slow motion because I don't want to be on camera. Sometimes you just have to do it. Or if you don't want to do it, find someone who wants to and then do it, have them make the statement for you. But that's a really good one. Um, the press conference is also a really great one, depending on how serious it is and um, the magnitude. And then um, also reaching out to um, local media, uh, so local papers, local television. It just depends on how serious the message is, how how much it impacts, and kind of just like those circles of reverberations, how far they go. So, in times of crisis, I think the biggest takeaway here, and I mean arguably the biggest takeaway here is that swift action is just the best thing, right? I mean, don't sleep on this. You have to move quick. The longer that you wait, the more serious the repercussions will be. Okay, that's, I mean, that's pretty much the whole statement here, right? I hope that you do understand um, what I'm trying to get across here. I think that, when we are faced with situations that we are not used to within an organization the first thing that many people do is they will immediately slow down everything so that they have time to think through it in times of crisis you don't have the opportunity to slow everything down around you because it's already out of control so this is why I'm saying just remember these five tips Get your plan together of how you would approach something like this. And then guess what? Put it on the shelf and hope that you never have to use it. But just have it. I mean, how many times have we been sitting in brainstorming meetings for two hours to come up with an email idea? You could do the same thing for a crisis PR plan, and then you're done with it, and you put it away. And then it's going to be ready whenever you need it. To protect you. And that's my main message. I want you all out there to be completely transparent about what is going on within your organization, in your company, whatever, with your audience. Make sure that they understand how things are going and how it's going to affect them. If it's not going to affect them, you have nothing to say. (laughs) So that's not the crisis. The crisis could be something internally. And if that's, that's the problem... Figure out how to do your internal crisis communications and how you're going to handle it. Like I said, there's two sides. There's your employees and your shareholders and everybody, and then there's all of your clients and your customers. So bridging the gap between the two of those and making sure that you have a consistent message is super key. All right, folks? So I hope that you enjoyed these five tips. I hope they make sense, and I hope they're useful. But if you have not made any sort of statement and your your customers and shareholders and people are concerned, just consider these steps that I share with you. They'll really help get everything motoring on for you so that you can approach any PR crisis or any internal crisis head on quickly and efficiently, which is what I want for you. All right, folks, you've been listening to me, Christopher Tompkins, and this has been the Social Marketing Academy. If you have uh, not checked out our uh, huge stable of shows, please do. We're on Um, Apple iTunes. We are on Overcast. We're on Stitcher. We're on everywhere you can listen to podcasts. So please hit subscribe. Um, I would love to hear from you too. If you have any show ideas or anything that you'd like me to cover, shoot me um, a message. You can go to the goagencyusa.com and click on any of those links and you will be able to get in touch with me there. Also, big hint, if you go to the goagencyusa.com, we are offering a free um, website health analysis for free. So it's on your pop-up. So all you have to do is sign up there and you can check that out absolutely free and you'll get it instantly. My team will work on it really quickly and shoot it over to you. So take advantage of that if you can. Otherwise, um, thank you so much for listening. It's been Christopher Tompkins with the Social Marketing Academy and we'll check you out very soon. Okay, talk soon, folks.